Hello, and welcome to Swallows on the Wire, a podcast where I explore slowing down and taking time to really notice the nature that is all around us. I invite you to join me as I delve into the fascinating joys of the natural world and all it gives us if we stop for a moment and pay witness to its wonders. In this episode, I take a look at the small wild in my weekly diary from the 20th to the 26th of December, 2021. Monday the 20th of December. It is hard to not fall into the trap of believing that the constant drizzle and dampness has washed all colour from the world, and certainly from a distance, glanced out of windows and hurried past, this does seem to be so, but it is not true. The grass is sodden, waterlogged and spongy underfoot, but strongly green. Thin blades of this vivid colour stand above even brighter mosses. The tiny curls and fronds are sharp in contrast to the dark earth over which they mat, so very soft. Darker clover splays wide flat leaves, many of which are dotted with a soft purple spot. Brown leaves curl a carpet on top, Red berries still decorate many trees. Some have dropped their ornaments onto plants below, spreading the pinpricks of brightness. On deep breaths, the scent of damp is inhaled. It is no longer autumn, and yet there is no true bite of winter set in. A note left for myself. Midwinter dreaming. Tuesday the 21st of December, winter solstice. The official beginning of winter and yet also the time when many people start to look to the longer days, the stretching out of light by imperceptible moments. There is no light today, certainly not to speak of or celebrate and yes, all is still damp. I'm trying to ingratiate myself with our robin in the hope that maybe, one day, he will dare to feed from my hand. I stand with outstretched arm and palm full of seeds and mealworms. I do not think he is afraid of me and is getting bolder at coming closer. Today he flies halfway to me, but at the last decides to turn back to the weeping crabapple and sit and stare me down. The other birds are impatient and flap and jostle in the trees and shrubs until I leave. Barely is my back turned before I hear their soft feathered landings. Thick mud sits in solid glossy lumps on the road, spun and hurled from tractor wheels. Blackbirds are dark baubles in winter trees. On this solstice night, the dark sky is lit by voices. Shared singing of Christmas songs born from cold faces, where breath trails light clouds from warm lips. Toes are cold, but hearts are warm. Wednesday the 22nd of December. 
dark morning, an ice-crisped grass gives way to a riot of colour. Pink, yellow, orange, blues and purple dawn. Horizontal ripples of multicolour stripes rise from the horizon, then melt into pale blue and white. A perfect winter morning. Frost and ice touch all. Mist hangs near hollow and root, a gently eddying movement of softness. Dark trees, bare branches and taut stems stand proud and solid against the paleness. Driving cross-country and in early morning, it is beautiful and perfect. A Christmas card world where bright sun glares through cross-hatched bark and shines a glimmer of sparkling gold pinpricks on the tips of millions of blades of grass dressed in ice. Five rooks sweep low together, skimming the ground and curving upwards at the last minute to alight in treetops. There is a still and a silence of a tempered world lying under a lace blanket, too early to have been disturbed from sleep. I could stay here, but I have to keep going. By lunchtime, and coming back into the world outside, the magic has died, and no trace of the white world lingers. Thursday the 23rd of December Back to grey and drizzle. The magical reprieve of the day before feels nothing more than a dream. Fine, light rain, mild. There is almost a cosiness to the gentle touch of the finest droplets. They come so lightly, but all as one, that it is almost as if a warm hand touches your cheek. At Mum's, the starlings put on a circus show perhaps fifty of them all trying to cram into the tiny bird table. A mass writhing ball of black, brown and speckled coats, one body indistinguishable from another as they push and bicker and jostle at the impossible feet. Fog shrouds trees with chiffon Christmas robes. Puddles reflect only the blankness of the sky. Three hulking fat wood pigeons circle round and around underneath our bird feeder. Giants among the other garden birds, they are intent only on feeding and crash in ungainly strides through plants. White collars smart over their pale grey and pink clothes. Two more eye them from the height of the outer branches of the cotoneaster. Blackbirds keep their distance and instead root among the fallen leaves. A chaffinch flashes its white-barred wings in the gloom. Friday the 24th of December, Christmas Eve. Bright green mosses cover the lip of a crumbling old red brick wall. Old ivy roots crawl horizontally, spilling tributaries up and down. The sun appears for an hour or so mid-morning, spilling in through dusty windows, causing people to turn their faces towards and let out subconsciously exhaled sighs of relief.
it then retreats again. The temperature immediately drops and the damp once more feels invasive. Bright orange berries in a pyracantha hedge shine bright Christmas baubles. At two, the sun tries again and jackdaws come out to play. On roofs, aerials and chimney pots they hop and circle, chatting to each other and joyfully take the role of fools. Playful shadow playmates, echoing twists and turns, fly silhouette against pale building walls. Two birds in one. Saturday the 25th of December. Christmas Day. Drizzle. Constant and fine, but penetrating for its insistence. Skies washed to a dull, saturated grey. Another garden visit. Extended family at mum's we gather on the patio. For this moment we have to replace hugs with smiles and waves. Our voices fill the garden with talk and laughter. Smallest nephew runs a brick truck over wet ground and delights at seeing the cat return across sodden grass. The pond is full and dimpled with the smallest drumming of fine water droplets. In so many ways, a Christmas where it would be easy to look to the past. I am old enough to remember, if not full snow on Christmas Day, at least close to... Memories of icicles hanging from the eaves of the house, so big that we as children played sword fights with them. Snowmen were rolled in expertly, stones scavenged for eyes and nose, twigs collected and given as crooked arms. Snow angels danced across the ground where we lowered our bodies, sisters and cousin, scything arms and legs back and forth to create impressions of robes and wings. And of course, snowball fights. I can still remember the sharp sting of snow on flesh, the strange hot coldness of how the icy flakes burned, and I would do it all again if we could. For now, the damp creeps in, and we each return to our separate burrows to wait out the bad weather till we can meet again properly. Sunday the 26th of December, Boxing Day. A day traditionally filled with walking. The pull for fresh air and movement seems to find us in the following of our excesses. But today there will be no walking, for the rain has set in. Although each droplet is fine and light, the rods of water come thickly, close to, persistent and insistent. Never-ending water curtains across the land. I retreat back to bed for a while with a warm drink and watch the comings and goings of blackbirds and sparrows in the silver birch that splays in front of the window. Perhaps in need of some connection to the world outside, I listen to bird songs on my phone. Song thrush makes me laugh, as it always does. It is a bird that seems to know all of the lyrics to all of the songs, and yet has no idea in what order any of them should be sung. 
so it picks its favourite bits to repeat a few times before moving on to something completely different. I admire the starling and its ability to mimic. It is a rogue and can fool you into thinking it is someone else entirely. But when the blackbird sings, my heart lurches. I am immediately transported to calm summer evenings when light is fading and a stillness holds the air and the fluting of the blackbird calls the night to rest. Thank you for listening to Swallows on the Wire. You can follow Swallows on the Wire on Instagram at Swallows on the Wire or follow more of my works by visiting my website jenny-may.com.